The following sermon was delivered by Senior Pastor Reverend Dr. Scott Black Johnston in the sanctuary of Fifth Avenue Presbyterian Church in New York City. We welcome you to worship with us every Sunday, in person or on live stream. For details, go to fapc.org. And now, here is Reverend Dr. Scott Black Johnston. Our final lesson for today comes from the 19th chapter of the Gospel of John, beginning with the 28th verse. After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished, he said, in order to fulfill scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, so they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Here ends the reading. At the end, John tells us, Jesus asked for a drink. And after receiving a few drops of sour wine, Jesus speaks the most simple benediction. It is finished. It is finished, said Jesus. And then he died. As those who worship the one killed on Good Friday, as followers of the Christ, this moment, the death of our Savior, brings profound sadness. We are also, I suspect, relieved. And not simply because we're nearing the end of a three-hour-long service. <laughs> no, we're relieved that Jesus has died. Relief is an unsettling emotion, a strange feeling in the presence of death, but it is often in the room. There are times when the last breath of a loved one brings deliverance. Finally, we sigh. The suffering is over. For this beloved soul, the pain, the indignity, the struggle, the heartache, it's over. They are done with all of that. Dying for them is finished. Not so, of course, for us. <laughs> A loved one's last breath may bring relief, but it also brings grief and anger, sorrow, an empty space, a void in our lives. It reminds us that we will someday have to travel this path. We too must die. And, and we do not know what that path, what our own death will be like. One of my favorite movies is Big Fish. If you haven't seen it, go rent it this afternoon. One of my favorite scenes in Big Fish involves 
a bedtime story that the main character, Edward Bloom, tells to his son. The story goes like this. One night, when Edward was only 10 years old, he and four curious friends hike into a swamp seeking a ramshackle, vine-covered home. They're hoping to get a peek at the house's occupant, an old woman who was reputed to be a witch. It's only when they're crouched in the undergrowth, peering at the eerie house, that one of the young friends informs the others of rumors regarding the witch's menacing, mystical glass eye. They say, he tells his companions, that if you look right at her awful glass eye, you can see how you're gonna die. Quivering at the horror of such a possibility, the friends dare each other to approach the house and knock at the door. It's a hard sell. The youths are not interested in catching a glimpse of their own demise in the witch's enchanted eye. Many of us feel the same way. <laughs> to glimpse that sight, to watch a film clip of our final breathing moment seems kind of creepy. <laughs> Will I die gracefully, awkwardly, tragically, when death comes for me, will I be alone? Or will I be surrounded by loved ones? Will I die with countless items left on my to-do list? Or will I die at peace, having checked everything off, satisfied with this life? And finally, do I really want to know the answers to those questions? I mean, perhaps our own death is best left as a surprise. I mean, because if we were to witness our end, our, our concluding act on earth, well, it might throw us off our groove. Sure, we all know we're going to die someday, but do we really want to have a picture of our final faded moment propped up next to our computer screen? Something like that could seriously mess a person up. <laughs> Fear hangs in the air as Edward finally accepts his friend's dare and approaches the house in the swamp. We watch as he softly pads across the porch and, and then suddenly the front door snaps open, revealing an old woman with snarled hair and a patch over her left eye. Ma'am, says the startled boy, my name is Edward Bloom, and there's some folks here who'd like to see your eye. With that, he leads the woman back to their hiding spot, where only two of his companions remain, Zacky and Don Price, brothers. The others have fled. As the old woman emerges from the shadows behind Edward, she stares at the brothers and flips up her eye patch. A flashlight beam illumines her mysterious eye. Zacky screams, ah! Trembling with fear, the brothers flee. Edward, however, has not gazed at the eye. 
And he could leave, too, without looking back, but curiosity gets the better of him. He says to the woman, I was thinking about death and all, about seeing how you're going to die. I mean, on, on one hand, if dying was all that you thought about, well, it, that would kind of screw you up. But it also, it could kind of help you, couldn't it? Because you'd know that everything else, you can survive. It could kind of help you, said the boy. Wise words. Courageous words. And in a way, I think these words explain why the Gospels show us Jesus' death. Why, after all the awfulness, John records Christ's final words. It is finished. American preacher Frederick Beekner writes, in the past, when my faith was strong, I, I always trusted God, more or less. I trusted him with my life. The change is that now I begin to trust him with my death. Does that seem like a scary thing to say? I trust God with my death? I trust God with the mystery of what comes next. Back in the swamp, the old woman smiles at Edward Bloom, a crooked grin of broken teeth. She turns her head so that the eye faces the boy. We do not see what Edward sees. Instead, we watch his face. He stares, transfixed. And then with a smile, he says, huh, so that's how I go. <laughs> Concluding the story, a grown Edward says to his young son, from that moment on, I no longer feared death. It is finished. On Good Friday, we stand alongside the cross. We watch as our Savior entrusts his spirit to God and breathes his last. In this, as in all things, Christ is our model, our exemplar, our teacher. One of my favorite songs in recent years is the Avett Brothers no hard feelings. I want you to hear the first two verses, but later I want you to go after you rent Big Fish, and I want you to listen to this song, the Avett Brothers, A-V-E-T-T, -T, No Hard Feelings. You must listen to this song today. The whole thing. All right. When my body won't hold me anymore And it finally lets me free Will I be ready When my feet won't walk another mile 
and my lips give their last kiss goodbye. Will my hands be steady when I lay down my fears, my hopes and my doubts, the rings on my fingers and the keys to my house with no hard feelings. When the sun hangs low in the west and the light in my chest won't be kept held at bay any longer. When the jealousy fades away and it's ash and dust for cash and lust and it's just hallelujah and love in thought and love in the words and love in the songs that we sing in the church and no hard feelings. In showing us how to leave behind the rings on our fingers and the keys to our house with gentleness and love. In, in walking the hard road of the passion with trust, Jesus shows us how to die. And in showing us how to die, he shows us how to live. My friends, on this serious day, this is the proclamation of our faith. We can trust God with our dying. And as such, we can stop living in fear of the moment when we will each say it is finished. We've seen God stand on the edge of that same abyss. And strangely, this peek into the witch's eye sends us not fleeing in fear, but racing to embrace life. Because when we stop fretting over our own end, well then, my friends, it's just hallelujah. It's the only thing left to say. Amen. Friends, go from this place not in fear, but in hope, looking for the coming of the light. Amen. We hope this sermon has been meaningful to you and given you a measure of hope, encouragement, and good news. If you would like to make a donation to support this audio ministry, please visit fapc.org give. Thank you and blessings to you on this day.